welcome everyone to another episode of What Exit Jersey Stories. I'm your host, Nick Franco, and with me as always, Pete Riario. And we have a special show for you today. With us, we're doing a crossover special with, would you like to introduce yourselves? Absolutely. Sure. Uh, this we're is ghosted, ghosted with, with Chris, Chris and Paige. Page. Woohoo! Yes, and if you did not know, Chris of Kristen Page is the gentleman that created our theme song, Ooh, <laughs> what right. you just heard. <laughs> right, the top of the show. In fact, if you, if you if you like the theme song, you may like some of uh, the other music you might find on this CD. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, free plug. <laughs> we, I was going to say, we, we, we could talk about that at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we, we, we've brought Chris and Paige on. Um, they are from the podcast Ghosted, also on the Shared Universe Network. Yeah. And um, but would you like to tell us a little bit about your pod? Sure. Um, uh, it started. Oh my gosh. So technically, we launched over the summer, but we had uh, recorded our first episode in March, and then you know COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just sat with our first episode. But we've been into the paranormal. Well, I've been my whole life. Mm-hmm. My whole life has been just a big haunted mess, and oh. I think my life encroached on Chris's when we started becoming friends and dating almost seven years ago now. And I've brought in the spooky to him. So yeah, nice. yeah. I've uh, I've been you know I I haven't really been too into the paranormal things beforehand but in the last let's say 10 years i could understand some things and i feel like uh i've been able to be aware of more things so we decided to you know take that hobby and make a little podcast about it because we love talking to people about it yeah and um we just we've had enough experiences uh, either separate together now that we want to hear everyone else's too because we know so many other people especially new jersey super haunted there's so many haunted places mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like you can't like you can't take two steps without like hitting a ghost so <laughs> yeah. they have also had an experience with the paranormal Oh, you know, hello, welcome. I I just wanted to say I was ghosted once. I, I thought things were going great, and she just stopped texting me. And, and, it was just, <laughs> and, and I don't know what happened. I just was telling her I planned on taking over all of Gotham City, and she got really weirded out by that. For all, <laughs> I wonder why. Oh, wait, are we, wait, are we talking about the same thing? I, I think yes, this is yes, the other meaning so. of ghosted, but oh, Donna Kristen, you got the line wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. But, but now, how, how many episodes uh, in uh, are are you guys now? We are sixteen. 16. Wow, sweet for you. Uh, oh no, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very cool though very cool and i was gonna say yeah we started ours uh this year as well back in mm-hmm. what when was that pete april Mar- march I or think, april yeah march or april i would say probably march maybe right yeah i think march sounds about oh, right actually mm-hmm. twins <laughs> <laughs> we're both Pisces. perfect perfect <laughs> there we go there we go. But uh, yeah, and, and and of course, uh, people familiar with our, our pod is you know like we're talking about New Jersey stories, the histories, and and this episode we're going to go into as you brought up the severely haunted state that is New uh-huh. Jersey, and 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 some of uh some of the sites that you uh, may visit or yes, yeah, visit yeah. you. 
Hopefully not the second on, on, on some of these uh, here. <laughs> I hope right. it comes back with you. I, I would really be upset if anything came back. Especially <laughs> since I have a, I, I'm going to be using a Ouija board, by the way, while we're doing the podcast. So everything <laughs> should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, crud. I, I just realized I'm not plugged into my mixer. I'm plugged into a Ouija board as well. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. Guys, we're having a Ouija party and no one told us. We came empty handed. No, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, he, he, here's the thing. New Jersey, being as old as it is, uh, we were originally, of course, you know, a Native American uh, area that was then settled by Dutch colonists, then the British, and everyone else came. But, um, we were also the site of more battles of the Revolutionary War than anyone else. Yeah. New, New, New yeah. Jersey has over, I believe, 100 battles that were fought in the Revolutionary War. So that may actually have some bearing on some of the paranormal activity, you know, of Most the state. Definitely. Yeah. I absolutely believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I got a few of those, but I know, uh, Chris, you had mentioned one of uh, one of uh, New Jersey's uh, famous sites, and actually, I think they t- say it's actually one of the most haunted sites in New Jersey. Um, oh, yes. th- am I correct in saying this? So I-, I believe you're talking about the Seabrook Wilson House or the Spy the House. Spy House, yes. As people refer to it as, and uh, we were actually there. What last two week? Weeks ago? Two weeks yeah, ago. Two weeks ago. It was a beautiful oh, day, and we happened to just uh, want to travel over and see what it was about because you know it, mm-hmm. it has such a long history of so many different tales coming from there. Correct. Um, it was. It's crazy, and it's been around since 1669. Yeah. Wow, one of the oldest. I think it was one of the oldest standing haunted houses. That's why it's like one of the most haunted places, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It's and it's beautiful. Like driving by, you wouldn't know. Like it's just a house next to the beach, but it used to be the lone property on over two hundred acres that yeah. was just undeveloped uh, there. Two hundred twenty so, acres of yeah. land. Uh, George Sewell got from his stepfather. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and what a great thing to pick up. Oh my God, there's so much. Two hundred twenty acres right by the bay. What more could you want? Yes. Right. <laughs> Talk about your uh, beachfront po- uh, properties there. Yeah, oh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> like long walks on the beach and this house was perfect. <laughs> well, yeah. Here's the thing. Why, why is it called the spy house? You know, like I, I, I've done some reading on it, but like what, what's the reason behind that? Do, so, do you know? So from what we've read, they it used to be a tavern and like a like a little tourist spot. And during the White Tavern. Yeah. yeah. During I I'm bad with facts. During one of the wars, you would have the soldiers coming in and they would get like the bartenders and people would get them really drunk and they'd start telling all the secrets. And so people from the opposing side would start spying on them and listening in and engaging them in conversation so they could go back to their generals and colonels and tell them, hey, this is what's happening on the other side. Like we got them liquored up. So let's get ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I believe that was primarily but not not only uh like d- during the revolution the, the, yeah. there was one of the uh big again being that we were one of the hot sites of the revolutionary war yeah uh, you know like to, to have a place like that 
uh, came in handy for the Colonials. Most yeah. definitely. Um, and then it, after that, it became what I guess it was just like a, if you were a tourist to the area, it would be a place to stay and an inn. Yeah, get a um, meal, get a drink, get a place to sleep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you haven't noticed, that place, everything, uh, I'm what, 6'3", that place is itsy bitsy, <laughs> teeny weeny. Everything is literally like three-fourths size. So, you know, <laughs> it must have been for um, smaller travelers or something. Because <laughs> we couldn't go inside. I think, with, especially with COVID right now, it's not, I don't think it's open. But I've heard, right. join the group on Facebook to find out more about this place. And they said maybe on Sundays when things are opening that they'll do tours again. But yeah, so Chris and I mm. were just walking, we're just circling. We're, it's a beautiful day. There's no one around. I'm like, I want to see a ghost. What's happening? And he's standing next to the windows. He's like, I'm, I'm too big for this. He's like, I, he's like, I I can't really walk in looking down. <laughs> I, I, so I could have definitely imagine that something was going on there because the place doesn't feel, you know, 100% kosher. I, you know, when, when I got close to it, it just wasn't. You feel, I mean, it could be just like the legend too of like, there's apparently all this, yeah. well, there is all this history, but the haunted history as well. And so it's like, you get up, you get a little spooky. You're like looking in windows. Cause you've heard other people have seen faces in windows yeah. and you're like, mm -hmm. what is that? And so, yeah, apparently there are a bunch of different things, children running around the front lawn and playing. Children. Yeah. An old man going, uh, up the upper hallway, um, there was one other one that was pretty peculiar uh, faces of a old woman coming out of like the bottom floor of the, the first floor of the house. So I, that, uh, that, that sounds pretty, pretty crazy. If you ask me um, screaming coming from the basement. Yes. Yes. They would, just, they would just like to say fuck no to all of that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I read in the Asbury Park Press that a uh, a man who used to his bus stop was around there in like 78, 1978. And one day as he was waiting in the early morning for his bus to come by, he heard from the seller, get out of here, get out of here. And that that stuck with him for the rest of his life. So it, it's surround like shrouded in this ghost mystery and everything. Um, be, what was what what was the tavern keeper name who most recently Gertrude? Oh well, yeah. She so a woman named Gertrude had taken over before Monmouth County took over officially, like now. Um, and mm. she really she really brought the place back to life, and she's been known to be the one who actually kept it running and still going all these years spearheaded the whole project yeah. to get it like historically uh part of um monmouth county and everything because it was so dilapidated um so that was it was pretty interesting because she would give these uh unbelievable tours and eventually go into like having seances go on in there mm -hmm. oh wow like that. yeah yeah Oh, yeah, cool. in the Facebook group, everyone talks very fondly of her. So you know she's she's very much part of the history of of there as well. Sweet, sweet. yeah. Actually, I, I'm trying to remember. It was like several years ago. Um, my wife Tracy and I, we actually had gone by there because she she was like talking about. It. It's like, hey, like, why don't we uh, stop by? We were in that area and we went, at, but it was closed at the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like we just got to like look from the outside, just as you did. And it's like, oh, okay. It, it's like, yeah, unfortunately, it didn't. 
experience anything, but it's like, oh, this is a pretty cool. It's like it would be great if it was open so we can actually check it all out. But uh I heard rent rooms there for like business meetings. Like you buy oh, wow. a half hour and I'm like, we should just It's a business meeting. Like we could make this a business meeting and just bring my ghost equipment in my bag. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> is it a business meeting or is it a boozeness meeting? Uh, exactly. Very nice. <laughs> yes, the Halloween puns flow. <laughs> Chris, were you saying there was like a real ominous feeling when you were there? Yeah, it, it. I mean, the fact that it was on such like a beautiful landscape, and we were on. It was a beautiful day. Um, th- there was something just like a little off about it the mm-hmm. whole time, just like uneasy uh, around the, uh, um, you know, just the property of the house specifically. So that was uh, my only thing that I was like, "Mm, mm," (laughs) you know, uh, but I I felt like that was upon the first like 10, 20 minutes after a while. We were just like, so it's daytime. We're probably not going to see anything. (laughs) I don't know. You never know. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Um, But. I don't think did we get anything? No, we took pictures. I brought out my ghost apps, tried doing recordings. We didn't catch anything, but it was still it's really cool. I like I highly suggest just going over if you ever have the time and just checking mm-hmm. it out because the it's so enriched it's with history. Rich, yeah. It's so beautiful because you are right on the water. There's a pier to go fishing. My uncle actually used to fish there all the time. Like for 30 years it was his fishing spot. So oh, wow. it's a beautiful place to be. There's picnic benches we sat at and we just hung out and yeah. with the breeze. So it was really nice. Very nice. Yeah, when I was do- doing like in a lot of research on haunted New Jersey, that place almost every single website had yeah, listed in the top the top ten. Yep. You know, yeah. And, and yeah, like whatever. Normally, it appeared like within the the, the first five, I would see that uh, it listed there. Yeah, it yeah. gets this reputation mm-hmm. as the most haunted place in New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, and I'm wondering if some of it is part embellishment and part of community trying to let it flourish and part of it being like history historians being like yeah let's you know let's properly give this place um you know give this place the respect it it deserves mm-hmm. right yeah it, it, I, I was gonna say a lot, a lot of i think legends and like haunted sites like it, it is like the combination of all those elements mm-hmm. where there is you know, there's that element of supernatural. There's the tales, the locals, the well, in my family, who's been here for generations, this is what like we've you know seen or or we've heard about this place. Or mm-hmm. you know, so it, it, it's it's always like, you know, that that combination. And it's like from that, you have to extract what you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like you said, check it out for yourself, too. Oh, most exactly. definitely. I, I had back. So. I hadn't seen that place in Port Monmouth ever, ever, ever. So the first seeing that, I was like, "This has been here for how long?" <laughs> yeah, that's what I, beautiful. That's what I ran across too, Nick. You know, with my, the haunted site that I researched was that you had all the locals who had these, you know, legends, if you want to call them urban. I mean, they could be urban legends, could be true, who knows? But then you had the historians that were like, "Oh, this is ridiculous." You know, we have. Um, such and such on record of um how this particular person uh yeah. passed away you know and so 
you have to make your own mind up as to where the truth lies. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle, right? As to yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, you know, take take what you can, and then you know, make your own make make your own dis- uh, decision from it. Yep. Exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah. The I think a lot of it, especially for the Seabrook Wilson house, it it does have a rich history that is caught in um the records of it. But you know, I don't. There weren't people have died in the house, but it wasn't like some gruesome, terrible murder or anything, you know, it was just of natural causes and things like that. And that happens. So it, it brought that combination right there of community and uh, some embellishments grew it into this most haunted place in New Jersey. Right now. I, I, I agreed. Oh, and, and uh, we, we, we're looking at our comments here. Uh, Oh, okay. Our, our friend uh, Chris Ryerson is also talking about <laughs> she lived at the top of the infamous Clinton Road. Ooh. Chris, we're going to talk about that. So <laughs> don't, don't you worry. <laughs> and and my and my wife has uh, checked in. Hi, sweetie. But um, uh, P- Pete, what what what's um what what place have uh, you you uh, got for us today? You you, you well, were talking um, about uh places of uh, legend and lore. Yeah, my place, uh, I'm sure everyone uh, here on the panel probably knows exactly where I'm talking about or has visited it uh, like I have. And it's in Alpine, New Jersey. Um, everyone, I think, you know, in the state of New Jersey, when I think of Alpine, I think like rich celebrities living there, you know, Chris oh, Rock yeah. lived there currently, if I'm not mistaken. And I think Eddie Murphy used to live there, but now I think he's uh, out in Beverly Hills. But, you know, you've had um, Mary J. Blige, I think, and um some of the other hip hop artists uh, live in Alpine or have homes there. So that's what you think of. But um, there is a actual tower uh, called Devil's Tower in Alpine, New Jersey. It's that's very striking. Um, kind of sounds like a sore thumb, I would think. It really does. Um, and if you get an opportunity to you know, go to Google and look at a picture of it, uh, you'll see it looks like something that belongs in, uh, you know, I don't know, the outskirts of uh, Paris or something like that, as opposed to, you know, uh, among the mansions there in Alpine, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But uh, so uh, to give you some history, it was built in 1910. It was a, a wealthy southern plantation owner. He imported sugar. Uh, his name was Manuel Rianda. Um, it was known before it was named Devil's Tower. It was, it was known as Rio Vista. Mm-hmm. Um, he built this tower and dedicated it to his wife, uh, her name was Harriet. She was a wealthy socialite. Um, now, the, so the rumor has it that he built it for her to prove his love and give her the ability to get incredible views of the town and the New York City skyline. Now yeah, they just, you know, yeah, now you for, go to the top the, of the rock. That, I was going to say, for those that know, know where City. Alpine is, um, mm-hmm. it, it's sort of stuck in the northeastern section of Bergen County. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. how, how, how Jersey does that little lightning bolt type of thing. Yeah. Alpine is the easternmost part of New Jersey. It's that little jut at the northeast. <laughs> That's Alpine. Yeah, so, I just have a rough idea of where it is, but you've really pinpointed it there, Nick. Yeah. So, so actually, when you talk about getting a nice view of the New York City skyline, you are literally, you are literally going to get a beautiful view of the New York City skyline because yeah. it's also part of like the whole Palisades and you know that that that. that area right there so yeah right. you, you got a, a, a nice view huh incredible um yeah so this tower it was connected to their home by an underground tunnel and so the local legend goes that 
His wife is looking out of the tower and she happens to see Manuel, her husband, with another woman. She becomes completely distraught and jumps from the highest window of the tower. A um, couple hours later, husband returns, notices, you know, they hasn't heard from her. He searches for her. He finds her broken body at the bottom of the tower. Um, he's beginning to put two and two together as to what happened and realizes that she most likely was up there, saw him and, and, and jumped. Um, so now Manuel would visit the tower, you know, after his wife's passing and he would hear footsteps following him when he'd enter the tower and then just unexplained noises echoing through the hallways. And he swore that he'd even hear his wife like sobbing or screaming. Uh, and he also felt that there were like these forces that would push him and mm -hmm. the, the temperature would drop very cold. Uh, and so he was convinced that it was his wife haunting him from the grave. So after a couple of years, he decided it was no good to keep the tower open. He closed it down. There was an elevator in there, by the way. That's how he, um, she, she would get to the top for those views. There were no stairs inside Devil's Tower. Um, so that's how they got to the top of there. And he filled in the tunnel that, you know, was adjoined to the house. Um, and so since then, you know, there's, you know, the locals who visit the area, they say they hear strange noises coming from the tower. Uh, they can smell perfume that can't be explained logically. And so that's when, you know, like I said, that's when the tower started to get its name of the Devil's Tower because they felt it was cursed. And um, mm -hmm. now, Nick, have you personally been to Devil's Tower? Or no, I have. I have been to. But again, as like with what uh, Chris and uh, Paige were saying before, yeah, I've only been there during the daytime. I've never right. been there at night. Now, here's the thing with Devil's Tower. It's also in Alpine, one of the most affluent zip codes in the United States. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As Pete was talking about, it's like, oh, you know, like, you know, looking at like, you know, rap artists, uh, athletes, and, you know, these very well-off people. It, it's a very affluent community, but this tower is literally in the center of a cul-de-sac. Yes, that's right. Right in the middle. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it actually is private property. No. Now, now, now oh. the cul-de-sac itself, you can drive around can or circle walk, it, walk yeah. around it. Yeah. It's just you cannot go to the tower itself. Like, get get it. Number one, you cannot get in. Mm. Right. There's and a big so, yeah, in fact. Yeah. So, so you can't, uh, yeah, <laughs> do, do anything silly there. Right. First of all, if someone was going to, they would have to be Batman, and they would have to have a gun that shoots up and climb it that way. Uh oh! oh no. Are you are you trying to trigger me? This is a safe space. This is show anymore. We're sorry, Bane. We're sorry. Oh man, poor Bane. But um. um you, you, you were saying there, uh, Pete. Uh, yeah, Nick, what, 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 so, so the husband, he dies in, in, the, in the 50s, and the town had to decide, you know, what to do with the tower. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's all this scandalous uh, uh, history behind it. And can, can, can I just say, this is the part of the story that irks me more <laughs> than the original tale. Does it? Go on. Yeah, so essentially, you know, all the well-to-dos in the town, um, they wanted to demolish it. But apparently, and again, this is you know local legend, uh, um, perhaps not historical fact, but 
you know, we're, we're not exactly sure that construction workers who were in charge of destroying the tower, they fell from the tower or were pushed to their deaths um, by some Multiple. mysterious force and the project was abandoned. So that's, you know, and essentially the tower is, is still there, completely intact as it was. You know, I don't think there's, from my readings, I, I saw nothing that it was ever renovated. Um, it's exactly no. as it was um, wow. when it was built. And um, so, you know, there's folklore that uh, they still can hear, you know, Mrs. Rianda screaming in rage and, and people saying that they've been pushed uh, by an unseen forces. Um, That's terrifying. And um, that they, you know, people have seen a t in an apparition in the tower that darts in and out of like the uh, the main gate. And so now, Nick, I'd like you know this, right? There's that rumor, and I've seen people actually do this, where yeah. if you walk backwards around the tower six times or drive, whatever you feel like doing, the uh, ghost well, is supposed it's, to. It's either three or six. The ghost of the wife is supposed to appear before you. And uh, if you go to YouTube, you'll actually see one or two videos of people doing this. N nothing happens. <laughs> there <laughs> right. is there's no special appearance. You'll probably be more uh, likely to see a Bane uh, <laughs> at the base there. But um, so, yeah, I mean, it's still a popular attraction um, just because it, it's, you know, it was featured uh, in all these different, um, you know, haunted New Jersey websites. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and and the, the, the other rumor is not mm -hmm. only, okay, if you go backwards either walk or drive backward around three or six times again the debate of what the actual number is but it seems to be a multiple of three mm -hmm. um that if you do it on the wrong night that you will not just be visited by harriet oh that who else makes an appearance satan himself oh man oh. and and there have been reports that when people have done it at night that they've seen like just an inexplicable mist around like the base of the tower when they finish their like uh their their, their turns around yeah hmm. crazy That's but yeah I, i've been there never seen anything paranormal or you know supernatural but i i do have to say you know in the same way that when i went to um eastern state penitentiary um not during when it was open. Um, <laughs> Is there something you're not telling us, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> um, I went up for Halloween night, and there was just such this incredible, overwhelming sense of dread. And I, I felt that, too, at Devil's Tower the few times that I went at night, that it was just a very strange feeling there. Uh, Dude, something even that didn't going feel there right. in the daytime, it it gives you a, a, just like this odd feeling and like Chris, like, like you and Paige, like when you guys went to the, the, the Seabrook Wilson house, mm -hmm. I'm sure you you'd still like, it's just something that is not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with, 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 you know, the building, with the area, there's just, it just gives you a, an odd vibe yeah. and not, not just a tower in the middle of Alpine, New Jersey, in the middle of a cul-de-sac, mm -hmm. you know, just the fact itself, it is just bizarre but it just gives you like a, a weird feeling. Why yeah. the tunnel there? That's I know it was to connect it to the house, but yeah, like they could have chose any other way, and they're like, we're gonna dig underground. We're gonna make it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't get that either. You know. Yeah, I I, I don't know now. Now I don't know if when digging, if uh, no, no pun intended there. Um, if you also saw some of the other rumors that well, the tower really its purpose was also going to be a mausoleum for the family. Correct, yes. 
Oh. And that may have oh, been. No. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> that is ominous and terrifying. <laughs> and I don't like that people, the workers were thrown off. That doesn't yeah, help. That, that's the part that is is more like unsettling. It's like the, the original legend itself is, is bad enough. Yeah. But and, and now to, you know, contradict like what you were saying also, Pete, you know, like sometimes you find out things that may or may not be. Well, there was a Harriet Rianda yes. that supposedly died in 1922 in New York. Mm. But is it the same Harriet Rianda? Right. I don't know. And then the records also show that she died in natural causes. So, you know, it's. Um, I it's, don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to get at the truth. fell down. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Natural <laughs> causes. <laughs> natural causes. But, right. um,. Yeah, so yeah, th- th- there are some, you know, like oddities to the story, but the fact of when they were trying to dismantle this tower, mm-hmm. that multiple construction workers fell to their death, and people were saying that it's, it was as if they were pushed right off the tower. Oh God! Yeah, so very strange. That's so weird. Yeah, I it's it's an ominous looking looking tower right there. It is. Oh yeah. I'd, I'd just like to call attention to Chris's comment. The devil must be a busy guy. He has to do all these appearances in New Jersey, <laughs> a, tower, a tree, a hole, a town in Leeds, and an arena in Newark. <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh. Yeah, he's, booked, he's booked solid. <laughs> he right? booked solid. And, and then when people try to go in Clifton and, uh, you know, like go to the gates of hell, then, you know, you know he's got to be ready to greet them. You know, w- you know what, what's going on there? Yeah. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Very> funny. <laughs> but now, but- Chris and Paige, there's another site, uh, you know, another haunted site that you were talking about down in the. Um, the Jersey Shore area uh, you, you were uh, telling me about. Yes, we, we were we were looking at um, uh, the Highlands Twin Lights because, there, you know, rumor has it that it, not only was it built in, uh, was it, I think it was the 1700s or the 1800s. Yeah. Um, there were a, a few different mysteries surrounding it. Me and Paige went to go visit it. Uh, I guess this was also two weeks ago. We did yeah, a few different trips. Yeah, we did a trips. lot of things. We, like a few, that was the same day. Yeah, okay. It was the same day, so there we go. Um, and this one didn't have as bad of a feeling because you get this beautiful view of Sandy Hook, the shoreline, New yeah, York City beautiful. and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does have a few... Uh, mysteries entangled with it. Uh, first being that apparently underneath where the um, one of the lighthouse yeah. takers were, they found bodies that had uh, that. Yeah. That happened to be placed underneath the foundation of it, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Isn't there a skeleton sitting at a table or something? Yes. Another <laughs> one happened to be that, uh, when they had erected it, there there was apparently a skeleton sitting at one of the tables, obviously not connected, but there when they got there. I was going to say, it's like, you know, they, you know, you talk about places where you get like bad service, you know, waiting for your table. But, you know, like <laughs> to the point you're a skeleton. Yeah. I'm waiting for that skeleton to give his uh, Yelp review there. Yeah. Keep waiting. 
Um, So, you know, with that in mind, we went there and we we tried to do an investigation. We didn't get too much going on. And when you look into it online, there isn't too much. Not really like a haunted history, just the just the uh, grand history of the twin lights being built and all this scientific scientific advancements that happened there. A bunch of mystery about people washing up there, um, different shipwrecks. Uh, and yeah, it is. There is a little museum attached to twin lights that has uh, like a bunch of different little factoids that you can go through different parts of ships that happen to wash up there. Um, and there was one other the cannonball the mysterious not the cannonball but the mysterious I mean the cannon. <laughs> cannon that they found there that was they say that it has dutch origin some people say that it was uh from a pirate who happened to set it up others say that during the revolutionary war since it was right over the bay it was a signal cannon um okay. but it but it is engraved by the original cannon owner uh, right on the side, but it doesn't give any more detail than that. Hmm. Yeah, it's just at the right when you go there, just right in front, just on the hill, just chilling. We're like, what is this for? Is it like to protect the lighthouse? And then we're Googling, we're like, oh, they don't even know why it was here. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they just happened to find it too when they were working on it. Huh. Well, it's interesting you say about, okay, you know, did it come from a pirate? Y- you know, who had a lot of activity in the, the New Jersey area? Who? Oh, yeah, I was like, I don't. Blackbeard the pirate. <laughs> really? What? <laughs> the pirate himself. And in fact, actually, if you go back to our Pine Barrens episode, mm-hmm. there's actually legends of Blackbeard's ghost in the Pine Barrens. Oh. But but there there are legends also tied to the Jersey Shore area and Blackbeard. So I wonder if that I could wonder. also be a wild. Wow. Yeah. Actually, that might be. Oh no! Oh. Like go running around the lighthouses now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'll talk to you. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, very, very cool. Very cool. But now, like, yeah. but what? What? I have to ask though. Like, what? What's the most haunted place in New Jersey that you've been? That that you've felt, or that you've experienced? Proprietary house. Yeah. Proprietary house in Perth Amboy. Mm-hmm. That. Ah. Was- <clears throat> Sorry, that one, I have a rich history with. My aunt had worked there for years up until, I think up until her retirement. Um, and I had only found out about it like in high school. I didn't know it was a like, it's like one of the oldest governor houses. And like, mm-hmm. one of, um, I don't know if it's one of the oldest ones in the States or just in New Jersey. But- Actually, it's not, not just that, uh, Paige. It's mm-hmm. the oldest um, as, as far as the last like provincial governor before New Jersey became New Jersey, the state. Yes. Wow. Yes. Do, do you know who that governor was? No. His name was William Franklin. He was the last Royal governor yeah. of the province of New Jersey. Yeah. And yes, he was the son of Benjamin Franklin. Oh, in the tea did. room. Oh, my oh cool. I was like, wait a minute. I know th- what you're saying. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely easily one of the most haunted places I've ever been to in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We've hmm. gone there. It, usually for Halloween, they do a bunch of um, tours and they'll bring in different paranormal groups or different psychics. And I would go like every weekend, every Halloween with different friends. And 
<clears throat> one of the most crazy nights, um, one of the investigative teams had an issue with the staff and they got kicked out. Everyone had to leave. But since they knew me from coming so many times, staff was like, all right, you and your friends can stay. We're going to let the psychic stay. Like, just go investigate by yourself. Just don't go past, like, the third floor because there's construction. I was having a field day. I, I mean, there's the story of a little boy who rolls a ball down in the cell, like, down in the cellar. And I heard a little kid laughing. And I was like, no, thank you. Oh, that's the devil. I don't know what that is. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm out. Um, my friend actually got locked in the bathroom. She went by herself. And it's in the, it's in the basement. Mm-hmm. And all I hear is the women's bathroom. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she was like, I can't get out. Someone locked me in. It was like someone was literally holding the door. She was just stuck in there. And another friend of ours, too, actually, was actually was stuck in the bathroom as well um, mm-hmm. on a separate occasion. And then I remember, so the staircase that leads all the way, I think it's like four or five floors. Oh, you look, man, you up, look up. And I, I would see what looked like little children looking down at me. I just saw little mm-hmm. hands and little eyes. Peering and, over yeah. the railing. And I remember, I think it was psychic Jane Doherty. I think she was the one who was there. And I was just like, does anyone else see this? And she's like, the children. And I'm like. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <That's> crazy. <laughs> it's not just me. Okay. Validation. But like, wow. I remember too, um, they have a gift shop and we were all in the tea room or not the tea room. We're all in like the, the downstairs cellar. Yeah. And we're just hanging out. We hear a bell ringing and all of us are like, everyone who's in this building is here. What is that? We go around looking in all the rooms, come back. No one can find anything. It happens again. I walk to the gift shop. It is a tiny little glass Tweety Bird bell. And I just had caught it just slightly moving. I bought it and I took it home. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I want to know if this haunted bell is really haunted. It hasn't right. You, you know what would be great? Like if you go, it's like, does the ghost come with the bell? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, right. how much additional? Right. You know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like all right, I'm gonna take this. We're going home. Get in the back seat. Let's go, baby. Oh, Can I slip you an extra Lincoln for the ghost? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's the package deal? What if I buy it separately? You know? yeah, exactly, right? exactly. I'll buy the ghost outright. I don't care. <laughs> But yeah, I still have that bill. Hasn't rang since. I'm a little sad. I th- I'm thinking about bringing it back. I'd be like, oh, I stole their toy, and now I'm just a jerk. So, <laughs> bad. but that's easily. I mean, heard voices. I felt people. It felt like someone's grabbing your arm. Um, shadows going by during tours. There's just been so much. Like every time I've been there, there's something has happened. Isn't yeah. that the same I, I, house with the door that leads? <clears throat> To nowhere as oh well. yeah on the second floor there's a that. door that oh, goes a door to nowhere yeah <laughs> why was this a popular feature in uh, houses <laughs> way back in the day I know. <laughs> loves those doors apparently i don't get it you know it, it's really just a fake door <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, we, we, we laugh about it in cartoons but like no th- there have been houses built with these doors to nowhere and in fact uh i know on uh K.P. Burke's pod, uh, American Loser, uh, the uh, Winchester, uh, uh, what, what, what is it called? The, the Winchester Win- House, right? No. Yeah, the Winchester something house, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, like, it has, like, doors to nowhere, stairways that lead to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. Yeah, that's right. The worst. Oh, the Winchester oh. Mystery House. I think that's yes. what it's called. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my personal experience with that was we were on a tour and we were going around and i heard like a jubilant party going on oh, like behind the door 
Oh, is that what it was? That was that was when we were in West Virginia. Oh, okay. But that okay. was crazy too. Yeah, there was. We're on the second floor. There's a big drop. There's no stairs. No one's outside. We literally had to ask. Ah. Are there people back there? And they're like, No, that's the outside. And you can look out this window. There's no one there. And you could hear very loudly, like, a, like yeah, almost like a party, like people yeah. talking and and hmm. like cheering and laughing. Uh, be, be careful of wanting to join that party. The admission price is uh, a little steep. <laughs> God. It's a door somewhere. Nah, I'm okay. It's a wily e coyote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the interesting thing about um, uh, the uh, proprietary house, again, going back to William Franklin, you know, last yeah. provincial governor of New Jersey, mm-hmm. son of Benjamin. Well, against uh, the objections of his father, he continued to support the British and was actually sentenced to prison and wound up having to flee to England. Yeah. Wow. And one of the hmm. things that people sometimes have uh, experienced is very heavy footsteps like pacing in the house. And they wonder if it's actually Governor Franklin kind of like like thinking about his decision. You know, do I stay with yeah, the the British, or do I support the the, the uh, colonials? Right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that would be a reason to pace, if you ask me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, but but again, an, another uh, place that goes back to you know the revolutionary times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or and a lot of the um, the sightings have to do with. Uh, <laughs> possible revolutionary era like you know like revolutionary soldiers and yeah. uh, and such also being some of the things people have cited there at proprietary house yeah mm. oh i love the proprietary house are there tours <laughs> there though or um not currently um but usually every year like clockwork you can go every like weekend and do sunday teas mm-hmm. and like have uh special lectures and events and then halloween time they Fully embrace the spooky. So. Yeah, excellent. Huh. Nice. So nice. I'm intrigued. I want to go. Oh, listen. Yeah. Next year, if they got it, let's all go because I will probably be there every single weekend. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Uh, 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 I, 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 I'm going to take us back up north for, for for a little bit, though. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Especially since our friend uh, Chris Ryerson uh, uh, asked for it. Yeah, you got it, Chris. We're going to talk about what some have called the most haunted road in the United States. The most haunted 11-mile stretch of road. Exactly. Is 10 mile. 10 mile. Yeah, 10 mile stretch. Correct. I have a full... I'm ready. <laughs> nice, nice. Last night. last night, in preparation for this, we went there at... Oh, wow. Nice. 12, yeah, 12.30. So midnight. Oh. Let me tell you... <laughs> I'll agree. I, I will agree. I think it really is one of the most haunted roads in America. Yeah, it it mm. has, I think, some of the most like bizarre and just most legends that I've like of, of like when I was looking through the different haunted Everyone areas of New Jersey. Apparently, congregating at Clinton Road. Exactly. Yeah, mm. th- 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 there's a lot going on there. Yeah, mm. the, the 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 first spooky thing happens when you start going north on Clinton Road and have to stop at the traffic light by Route 23 because yeah. that is the longest traffic light in the United States. <laughs> you have eight seconds to cross the highway and then you have to wait two minutes and 15 seconds 
until it's green again. <laughs> it feels like an eternity. I think I, think I last night I, kept, I was like, why is this light taking forever? And we were there almost five minutes. Yeah. I was, yeah. We were the only car. And I'm like, come on already. I was like, I'm about to blow this light. Like, come on. Which is the scary thing. Don't blow the light because no, I, no. again, Route 23. Yeah, it may look like, OK, no one's coming. No one's coming. But you have a few lanes of traffic that people just. We stayed put. <laughs> oh, was, on, was church from Pet Cemetery crossing that street? <laughs> <laughs> that road. Sorry. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, but the, oh, the, yeah, the first aside real quick, by the way. Yeah. Uh, when I went to Maine and I went to the house where um, I drove by the house where Stephen King wrote Pet Cemetery, there's a oh, oh. On, in Bangor, and that's you know their cat was killed on that road. But it reminded me of what you were saying. Like I could see how their cat was killed because like I mean people are driving like 55 miles an hour on this road and trucks yeah. like barreling down there. So in other words, I see how it ended up and you know ending up in the book because that road is right. nuts. I mean you know yeah. Okay, carry on. <laughs> ah, okay, my wayward son. Um, the, the, the first tale of Clinton Road is the tale of the boy who was riding his bike along Clinton Road with his dog when um, a car came by. They were near what's called the Dead Man's Curve of uh, right by the Clinton Reservoir. And um, the boy was hit and thrown off the, the bridge there, and he hit the rocks below. Uh, by the time police got down to him, he had already passed. And the story goes also that the dog was still protecting the boy at that point. So when the police actually got close to him, um, the dog became extremely aggressive and the police wound up shooting it. So there's a double legend here going on. So the, the, the first legend uh, with this boy is that if you come to Dead Man's Curve on Clinton Road and you uh, stop at the bridge, you throw a coin over and call down to him. I believe the it. coin's going to be thrown right back at you. <laughs> we marked up a quarter, a nice, nice quarter. Gave it the good old red shine. Yeah. And we went there. We walked now. Luckily, because I was, we were all pretty terrified. There were other people there. We weren't the only ones. We were okay, but it was yeah. me or us, uh, New York City and Maryland, who had all convened <laughs> at the site. One guy nice. in the car was like, "We just drove three hours to get here." Um, so we walk over to the bridge, and you can hear the brook just babbling down below across the rocks. And I was like, "I hate this," but. <laughs> I chucked that coin uh, and then Paige scurried off. <laughs> I, and ran. I was like, I heard the little boy's name was Tommy. Tommy. So I was like, here mm -hmm. you go. Here's a quarter. And then I bolted. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm out. I was like, <laughs> and it was, it, um, I heard the <laughs> of the quarter and I was like, all right, it's in water. If it comes back, it better be wet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wet or or yeah, maybe some ectoplasm or you know, uh, something along those lines. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, but it was so unbelievably nerve wracking, mm -hmm. regardless, just because it when you look out into 
like the woods there at night at midnight yeah <laughs> your your eyes have to be playing tricks on you at some point because that you it looks like things are staring back at you yeah regardless like, like, just things are out there yeah <laughs> that's basically that's the feeling when when you're in that area one of the uh, people who had stopped had said they just saw a large mountain cat in one of the darker parts of the woods. By yeah, it like popped its head out and was looking at them, and they all like got near their car, and they're like, "What do we do if it comes?" So at us? if I'm we like, saw a mountain cat, what should, what's like the proper thing to do? And I, we were just like, "Leave, you, you go." <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's like. Wait, hold on a second. In the haunted thing, it says nothing about the mountain cat. I don't know what the uh, the protocol is here. It's like, no, it's a mountain cat. You 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 get away from it. You're right. That's not haunted. It's just it's an animal. It's real. It's real. Go, go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but now, the, you know, one of the other uh, legends with the uh, the bridge there, that if you lean over, mm-hmm. that you may also get pushed over. And, you know, like basically, you know, he, he wants a friend <laughs> that basically he wants to push someone off and uh, hit those rocks and, uh, you know, <laughs> come have fun. I'm so glad that I didn't do that. <laughs> that thought, mind, but until right now, I had, had not heard that. I am so, so happy <laughs> that I was just like, yeah, I'm pretty freaked out. I'm going to I'm going to go back. Oh, I didn't want to get pushed. Now, now there's also. Uh, what's that? I was saying, or at least attach a bungee cord uh, to the bridge before. <laughs> in and get ready. Yeah. We. <laughs> I'm a ghost. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> but um, now the the other part of the legend is again his dog. Some have spoken about a spirit of a dog that appears if it senses that you need protection or you're near death on that road. And there's also been reports of a dog that will chase your car down Clinton Road. But there's a a little weirdness to it because its feet aren't touching the ground. (laughs) Oh, wow. So so people have been basically uh, chased down that road. Uh, by by basically like a hellhound. So <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, hellhounds, mountain cats. We, yeah, we actually. Um, I was reading that there was an. Where is it? There was an old um jungle habitat that closed around there in the seventies. Yes, people are like some of the animals got released into the wild in the woods of Clinton Road, and they must have survived and crossbred and have all these crazy things now. Yes, there have been very uh, many weird animal sightings, and people think it is the remnants of jungle habitat from the 70s. Oh, my God. Ugh. Wow. No, thank you. <laughs> I saw trails on the side of the road and everything. I was like, I, I want to go investigate that way. And everyone's like, mm, let's not. I was like, I'm driving. <laughs> let's not. Thank you. <laughs> now, you, you see, now here's the weird thing also. You got out at the dead man's curve. There are other legends associated with that area. Well, number one, it's a very sharp freaking tur- uh, turn there. The oh, dead man's man. yeah, it is. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> well, 
the 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 besides that being dangerous, there are tales of like off you know, like into the woods there, right by the dead man's curve, there are uh, rituals happening. So <laughs> you were brave to go out of your car. <laughs> Yeah, I was convinced we were not like because drive when we first went down the road because we did the whole thing. There was no one else there. There was a car behind us that I don't. Okay, so until I was reading up more in legends before like earlier today about Clinton Road, because we just kind of went blind last night. There was Mm -hmm. a car behind us that disappeared and I thought it must have just turned around. But now that I'm reading that you can get chased by some of this. We did see like, a car on the side of the road with its hazards on. And when we went and, yeah, and when we went by past it again, it was gone. I didn't hear any engine noise. We really weren't like Yeah. So we were I was we were all screaming the whole time. I was like, I'm not getting out of this car. We are just going up and down once and then we're going home. And then I saw everyone like three cars pulled over on the side of the road, everyone being on the bridge. I'm like, oh. It's not as scary if other people are here. And so I just, I, our friends in the back seat are like, do not get out. I throw the car and park. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm going to go hand out business cards. I'm going to go throw a quarter. I'm going to go out. And then you realize you're standing on a very dangerous road in the dark. at midnight. Exactly. That, that That's one of the other dangers there. It's like, well, hold on. This is kind of dangerous just to be out here by this. Hmm. Yeah, I actually, when I ran away from Chris, I stopped, I looked back at him, and I just had this overwhelming sense of dread that nothing, like, spooky was going to get us, but something bad was going to happen. Like, my, you know when you get so afraid your, like, legs don't work? I literally was Mm -hmm. stopped in the middle of the road, and I could not move anymore, and I was like, we have to leave right now. I was like, there's just something telling me if we don't pull away right now, we are going to see something or, like, witness something bad. And I was like, there's so many kids. There's a bunch of teenagers. Like, just like they're all taking pictures in the middle of the road. They're all excited. I'm like, this is great, but someone's going to get hit. And I was like, we need to leave now because I'm not trying mm-hmm. to witness anything traumatic. Yeah. So I was like, Christopher, get back here. And the worst part <laughs> is the, the, the actual bend, there is a fresh, very fresh yeah. memorial of someone who had hit that like one of the trees right there yeah. flowers yeah. are still there and everything yeah, still fresh flowers mm. and, and i was like mm, that's not promising mm. uh, not not good no, no. frightening now, now while while you were traveling did, did, did you get tailgated by a black pickup because no. that's one of the other uh, l- legends there that basically uh from out of nowhere a, a, like you'll start to get tailgated by this black pickup truck that comes out of nowhere and starts flashing its headlights at you. Mm-hmm. And then as quickly as it happens, it goes away. Well, oh. yeah, that was the thing. The first car that came up behind us and disappeared, it was all I saw were headlights. I couldn't tell if it, I didn't think it was a truck. I was like, there was this weird car. They're just like kind of on top of us. And so I kind of sped up a little and then they were just gone. And I was like, oh, they must have just tur- like logic. They must have just turned around. And then I see all like these these stories of cars following you in trucks. And I'm like, mm, I don't know what happened. I'm not <laughs> debunk this or not debunk this. I don't know if I can debunk this. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was uh, it was definitely one of the more spooky things in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, hmm. We even read that apparently out on one of the trails is what was supposedly what a drew like a uh, druidic sacrifice area. Yeah. Practice area. But but is that is that the one that is actually the old Clinton Ironworks? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like 
it should be some kind of druidic temple, mm-hmm. but it's actually from the 1800s. It's an old ironworks. Yeah, it's but, actually like a historical piece of uh, the, like the the whole town. But people were just like, nope, no, they do they do rituals <laughs> over there. Yeah. yeah, so so there are stories of that, but it's all been that part of it. I believe is fenced off now. The the actual ironworks itself, mm-hmm. you you still have the signage and you can read about it and you can see it, but you just can't get, go up to it. Yeah, yeah. For uh, I think it said for liability insurance and everything, yeah. so you don't get yeah. hurt. Yeah, which yep. makes sense. Like everyone, don't like don't climb through. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, uh, off the uh, path there used to be Cross Castle. Yes, you, you read about that one, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, built in 1905 by uh, Richard Cross, and um, you know he he died in 1917. The family sold the property, and basically the old castle the wooden parts got burned away in a fire some years later but the stone walls had remained but that's when stories started happening from this place Mm -hmm. from the burned out castle that apparently you know like there was talk of kkk activity going along uh cross castle because apparently in that area there were um Apparently, remnants of the Germanic Bund. If, if you, boys and girls, look that one up in in your history books. The uh, uh, the German Bund, um, you know the the German American group that pre World War II was very pro German, and yeah. they, they when when we decided to take the other side, they weren't happy. But um, yeah. pro German, yes, yes. Yeah. That's- <laughs> exactly. But um the other uh piece is that the castle was being used by Satanists. Oh. And there may be some merit to uh uh oh okay, uh, my friend uh, Chris is saying no no bond it was down in Bloomingdale. But but the the stories are that the bond was using some of the areas along Clinton Road and Cross Castle. But um, anyway, with, with the Satanists, there may be some merit to this one because in the late 80s, they actually knocked down the walls, the remaining walls the um, of Cross Castle. And when they were knocking them down, someone took a picture because um, on uh, scribed across like one of the walls and some of uh, a couple of pieces of wood nearby were some writings, some bizarre writings. Apparently, those writings were from the Lexus Satanicus, the actual um, rule book. Oh, what is that, Pete? The Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey or no? I'm sorry, what's that? Was it the Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey? Yes, exactly. Yes, uh, yes. Basically, the the Bible, the rule book Mm -hmm. for, for Satanists. So. So there may be some merit to that they may have been there being there was writing there. But uh, our, our friend Chris is also saying that uh, the, the castle was also used by many drunk teens. Yes. Um, and she has a photo that is cross castle, actually. I, I, I got to take a look at her uh, page. Mm. Um, another legend uh, goes that, you know, like if you see animal carcasses in the road, do not stop. That is baby, basically someone trying to lure you out of your car to move the carcass. 
Oh. Yeah, I'm not getting out. No. Nope. Uh, there have been talks of uh, wolves with red and yellowish uh, eyes uh, hunting through the woods there. But he, he, here's the my my last tale of Clinton Road. This is one of the scariest. In 1983, a cyclist was traveling down the road, and he saw flying in and out of the woods a lot of large birds, which is kind of weird the, the way they were just kind of like coming in and out of this one area that's not a, a normal thing for some of these large birds because he, he he realized they were actually turkey vultures and um he went over to the area where they were going and found a large bag and in the bag was a human body oh god um the cyclist um basically flagged down eventually a policeman. And what was really strange about this body was it was a previously frozen body. This was one of the victims of, if you've ever heard of, the New Jersey killer named the Iceman, Richard Kalinsky, uh, Kuklinski. This was one of his victims that he had left out and made a mistake. Now, Kuklinski was actually a mob hitman from Dumont uh, oh. up here in Bergen County. Yep. And he was caught in 1986 with the help of an underage, uh, undercover agent named Dominic uh, Palafron from my hometown of Hackensack, New Jersey. Wow. And Dominic Palafron is actually uh, one of the people in one of the groups I'm, I'm, um, I'm on on Facebook in Hackensack. So uh, I'm actually going to try reaching out to Mr. Palafrone to see if he wants to talk about wow. like some of his uh, activity as being uh, an undercover agent and some of the uh, things there in uh, dealing with the Iceman, because apparently he was getting nervous that the Iceman was thinking that he was next. Oh my when, God. when he was an undercover agent. Oof. So Yes, yeah, yeah, some of these things are pretty scary. Being that, you know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you know, like, some of these are not even legends. Some of them are just plain out. Just plain terrifying. Yeah. Just bad. Just, yeah. The worst. <laughs> now, I, I think it's time to uh, swing over. Uh, Pete, do you have a game for us to play? Oh. We do. We're Jersey, doing not Jersey. Haunted Jersey. Oh, not Jersey. <clears throat> so uh, now, Nick, of course, I can't really give away uh, if there is a particular town in New Jersey. I can't see the name, but I okay. could give the details, right, of uh, okay. what happened in. Uh, well, let's, let's, let's try it. Yeah, let's try it. All right. So let's talk about um, first the old pink house and not the person who uh, sang. um not John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> Not the person who's saying, get this party started. Um, oh, so, no. <laughs> um, so 1771, the old pink house, it's this elegant restaurant. It's originally the home of this guy, Joseph Habersham Jr. He built the house, lived in it until he died in 1802. So the most often seen apparition in this house is Habersham himself. He's supposed to appear mostly between October and March. Others have seen a man dressed in revolutionary style clothing, sitting at the end of the bar. 
only to disappear when people turn their back on him. Now, this should sound familiar. The ghosts of children are said to have locked patrons in the downstairs bathroom. And waitresses at the restaurant encourage guests to use the upstairs restroom. So is the old pink house in New Jersey or not in New Jersey? This haunted restaurant. I'm going to go out on a limb and say not New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, I think not New Jersey because I haven't heard of this. I'm, I'm actually going to say this is a New Jersey. Maybe it's something like the name changed or something. But because you're saying it's revolutionary and yeah, that, that in itself kind of gives a little credence again with our revolutionary history uh, here yeah. in Jersey. Right. Well, Nick, unfortunately, you are incorrect. Oh. <laughs> so Chris and Paige are right. It's in Savannah, Georgia. Oh. Georgia. Oh. So um, let's move on now to Alaire Village. I'll just say the name of the place. It's a historic village. It was initially on an Indian ceremonial ground prior to 1650. This philanthropist, uh, James Alaire, purchased the facility in 1822 turns it into a self-contained community for workers and their families. And now there have been accounts of people hearing sobbing from the inside of the founder's former home. And a tall figure has been seen dressed in funeral attire and top hat uh, on the premises. Now, is this in New Jersey or not in New Jersey? In New Jersey. Yeah, I'm going to go with in New Jersey. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the group. And the group is correct. Farmingdale, New Jersey. Fun fact, I got scratched there. We went on a weird New Jersey adventure. We was pitch dark. We just pulled in not five feet into the entrance and our friend was driving and we all got freaked out. We all got like not even like not even five feet in. And I was like, I don't feel good. Everyone's like, we need to leave. We booked it out of there and my arm is cold and wet. I look down and I'm bleeding. And I actually, I know you can't really see it. I still have the scar from like four weeks ago. Like it's a little scar. More than four weeks ago. This was the summer. So like months ago. Yeah. And it's still just a little scar on my arm. Yeah. I forgot. We went right up to the entrance and we looked down the path and we were like, absolutely not. (laughs) Just out of nowhere. All of a sudden I just had a scratch and I was like, why am I bleeding? And then as soon as we got out of there and we were back on the normal road, I felt fine again. But yeah, it's still there. Wow. I, I got to make visits to some of these uh, places now. <laughs> yeah. It's on my uh, to-do list. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's uh, discuss about the, the Emlyn Physic Estate. This was built in 1879. Dr. Emlyn Physic, after uh, Emlyn, his mother and sister all passed on, no other families lasted very long in this house. Uh, the noises, unexplained occurrences eventually scare them away. Now, during ghost tours, visitors have reported being touched, and some have seen a woman in vintage clothing wandering through the historic home. And there is even an audio recording that the museum's management uh, has provided um, where in one of the 18 rooms, the mansion captured the disembodied voice of a child. Mm. So is this in New Jersey or not in New Jersey? Ooh. Mm. I think I'm going to say in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, something. Uh, actually, I'm going to go different. I'm going to say not in New Jersey. Okay. Okay. I think I'm, I think I'm going with Paige on this one. I, I don't know if this one is okay. Jersey. So uh, the answer is, uh, it's right in the sentence. It's known as Cape May's original haunted house. Oh. So it is in New Jersey. Good oh, nice. <laughs> what a trip, right? <laughs> yeah, for real. I haven't been to Cape May. I want to go. Yeah. I want to go investigate. Um. All right, now let's do uh, the Belmont Inn. 
So since 1903, this historic hotel has two resident ghosts, Abraham and an unnamed Scotsman. Um, and so the pair have been sighted, but always separately. So Abraham's on the ground floor, the Scotsman's they've seen on the main staircase. Now their hijinks include knocking on guests' door in the dead of night, rearranging objects and breaking glasses. The Belmont Inn, where is that? In New Jersey or not New Jersey? I want to say not because I feel like I just looked this up when we were trying to go on haunted places for Halloween. I, I'm, I'm going to say not as well. I, I, I'm going to say it's like probably like New York or something. It's not uh, I'm going to, uh, I'll go not. I'll go. Yeah, I'll, I'll join the group. All right. Everyone, everyone's a winner. Um, hey. is it, I don't know. Is it, it's Abbeville, I guess, South Carolina. Or oh, Abbeville. South Carolina. Okay. Abbeville. There we go. <laughs> um, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> uh, one or two more. Oh, wait, why don't you give it one more? And then I, I, I got it. An additional game for us. All right. Like so we can we can fly through it very quickly. Here's an interesting one because it's a cinema, the Strand Cinema. So this opened in November 1929. Seating capacity was a thousand uh, people for one theater. Wow. Now some employees have experienced power tools that had been unplugged, working on their own and shocking them. Oh. Other individuals report that a ghost or ghosts, uh, or these ghosts like to smear paint on the walls of the building. The uh, these ghostly figures have smeared handprints all over the theater screens. And one employee said that he went to the basement to fetch some ice. He felt overcome by a spirit and was stuck frozen on the steps uh, for a long while before she was allowed to move. Uh, papers fly off desks, uh, markers tossed around, as well as strange sounds in the balconies and basement or other odd occurrences in the Strand Cinema. So is this in New Jersey or not in New Jersey? Uh, ghosts sound feisty, so I'm going to say in New Jersey. I'm going to say feisty. not in Jersey. These ghosts have might be a little classy. <laughs> I, I, I feel I've actually heard about this place, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to what I'm trying to think of where I've heard it. And being that I've been researching more Jersey places, I'm going to say Jersey. Well, we have one winner, I believe, who said not in New Jersey. And I'll be Chris again. Is, be, yeah, exactly. And it's Scohegan, Maine. Maine. Okay. Lies. Yep. okay. Nick, I think you're up then. Okay. Let's and for, for Jersey, not Jersey part two, let's do a, a little fun with some Jersey, not Jersey horror movies. Oh, oh boy. Okay. You're not going to say Friday the 13th, are you? Yeah, we'll start with that. Friday the 13th. (laughs) Jersey, not Jersey. This this is kind of like the easy one, I think, for most people. It's definitely not Jersey. I don't know. I'm bad. I'm bad with horror movies. I haven't seen many. (laughs) You guys are saying not Jersey? Say not, because I don't know. (laughs) And Pete, what do you say? Uh, Unfair for me, because I know the answer, so uh, I will not say. Okay. Well, Chris and Paige? Uh, the original Friday the 13th was filmed in Camp Noe Bosco, Boy Scout Camp in beautiful Blairstown, New Jersey, where I used to go camping with the Boy Scouts when Yay. I was a kid. <laughs> oh, yes, I camped at Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> oh, that's a bad feeling. Oh, my. Yes. And of course, when I went, it was a year after Friday the 13th came out. Oh, I recognize that forest. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah. I wouldn't even take a canoe out there on that lake, would you? Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, we, 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 we've done it. <laughs> right. 
Um, okay, so here, here's another one. Friday the 13th, again, but the 2009 remake. Was that filmed in New Jersey or not? I'm gonna say- I vaguely remember that one, the, two, the remake. Oh, no. Right? They wouldn't go back no. to the same place. I mean... No. I'm going to say no. I, I'm, <laughs> what did you say, Paige? Yeah, uh, no, right? No, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes, just to be different here. And Pete, you are wrong. Chris oh. and Paige are correct. Yeah, they this for this remake, they filmed it in Austin, Texas, and Camp Fern in Marshall, Texas. Yay. Hmm. Huh. Uh, in, in your story earlier, Chris, you were talking about the man that heard uh, someone to say, get out. And one of the famous uh, horror uh, uh, moments there in a uh, film, the get out of the Amityville horror. Jersey Definitely. or not Jersey? Definitely not Jersey. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Jer- I feel like maybe they use part of Jersey. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Who knows at this point? And Pete? Yeah. I feel like there's a trick question, right? They maybe use the exterior shots. Oh, Bane. Bane has just joined the Bain, chat. Bane wants to uh, chime in. Bane would like to say this is a trick question, Nick Franco. <laughs> is it Bane? <laughs> That's what I uh, predicted. <laughs> why, why do you say that, Bane? Because Bane happens to know a certain filmmaker who likes to know certain facts about certain movies. <laughs> and you know, I think you're setting your friends up for failure there, Nick Franco. <laughs> oh, thank you, Bane. See, he does do good deeds. <laughs> He's Don't tell nobody. No, don't worry. <laughs> Your secret is safe. Well, you see, B- B- Bane is right. I am tricking you because even though the setting of the Amityville horror is in New York, the filming of the Amityville horror was on private property in Tom's River, New Jersey. Oh, and some of the exterior scenes were also filmed in Tom's River and Point Pleasant Beach. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> but oh. being, being that we were talking about things, you know, New Jersey and that, and Chris, you may remember when we talked about the um, 12 Days of Terror, which became the movie Jaws. Was Jaws filmed in New Jersey or not New Jersey? Jersey, baby. Jersey? Okay, I'll Jersey. you. You seem confident. I'll go with it. Ming <laughs> Chen would definitely know the answer to this, right? Definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure Ming knows. Yeah. Uh, I say yes, filmed in New Jersey. Although the events of the Jaws movie are, <laughs> you know, like, are based on the 12 Days of Terror and, you know, Richard Benchley wrote about, the film was actually done in Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. Oh, get out. Really? Yeah. I thought, yeah, for some reason, I think the beach scenes were filmed in New Jersey, like yeah, that- May, you know, where there are great white shark sightings, <laughs> you know. Okay, cu- couple more here. Yep. You and I, one of our favorite series, The Evil Dead. Yes. Sam Raimi. The Evil Dead. Jersey or not Jersey? Where would they put that cabin? I'm going to say not Jersey. I'm going to say Jersey. I will say not Jersey. And those that said not Jersey are correct because although Sam Raimi tried to film in his hometown of Royal Oak, Michigan, because he and uh, Bruce Campbell were all uh, from that area, Hmm. it was actually filmed in Morristown, Tennessee. Oh, really? 
<laughs> See, that makes sense. I, I would have known about that if Evil Dead was filmed in Jersey. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, I, I, I figured you would know that one. Yeah, yeah, that would but, definitely stick out to me. <laughs> right. And and let's uh, finish it off with an anthology creep show. Creep show. Hmm. Were any of the segments filmed in New Jersey? In New Jersey? Any of the segments, huh? So Remember, the Leslie the Nielsen. There, there were five stories. Stories, right? Yeah, the Leslie Nielsen one, where he's buried up to his neck in the beach. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> and uh, Stephen King one, right, where he's like the swamp thing. I'm right. gonna say at least one of those segments was filmed in New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Crimson Page. Yeah, I think so. And it's funny you mention it, Pete, because. That segment with Leslie Nielsen and Ted Danson where he's buried up to his uh, neck in the sand, it's called Something to Tide You Over, was filmed at Island Beach State Park in Berkeley Township, New Jersey. Wow. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> yes, same. <laughs> yes. And as Leslie said, I can hold my breath a long time. Yep, right. <laughs> Those are good uh, movies you threw out there, Nick. Oh, yeah. thank you, yeah. sir. Thank I didn't you. know. I didn't know like two of those. Uh... Yeah, it, it, like I, there was a couple of other ones I, I I had listed, but I'm like, eh. It's like I don't know if people need to know the Devil's Advocate. The uh, courthouse scenes were in Hackensack, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bergen yeah. County Courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But um, yeah, because that one's not necessarily like a regular horror. That's kind of like thriller thing. Keanu yeah. Reeves. Area. Right. But but anyway, I I think it's time to wrap things up, and yes. um, I want to thank our guests, Chris and Paige. Yes, thank you. Um, thank you. If people want to check out your pod, uh, Ghosted with Chris and Paige, mm-hmm. um, how, how can they find you? We are on any and every podcast like platform there is: mm-hmm. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, iHeart, Podbean. Etc. Um, we're on Instagram, ghosted WCP. You can email us, ghosted with Kristen Page at gmail.com for any crest for any questions. Um, and then our Twitter as is at uh, GWCP underscore podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Excellent. Cool. Excellent. And um, also, Chris, you have a band called Serious Matters. If you guys are interested, uh, I have a band called Serious Matters. We've been releasing playthroughs of our brand new album uh, on guitar for the last 10 weeks. So there's a whole playlist of new things that you can go watch and see and maybe learn a thing or two. Um, Mm -hmm. Or you can check us out. Literally, if you type in Serious Matters in Google or at SM Band on Twitter, or seriousmattersnj.com. You can get a copy of that CD right there, Mistaking Wasps for Dragonflies, for a good old price of 10 buckaroonies. And it is an awesome album. I highly suggest it. So everyone, go out and buy this. (laughs) Thank you. Support Serious Matters, and hopefully once, uh, you know, things get back to whatever is called normal, we can all see you, uh, like, live. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hope for. I just want to go out and play some tunes. Yeah. Right. You know? And um, both What Exit Jersey Stories and Ghosted with Chris and Page can also be found as part of the A Shared Universe Network. So if you'd like to start your own podcast, please go to A Shared Universe Podcast Studio in Eatontown, New Jersey, or you can do like what we're doing right now and doing oh, a virtual please. pod. 
They will help you if you know, like if you've never done it before, before we'll before, before you know it, you will have your own pod. Yep. I will literally baby you until you get it. I will make sure you are running. <laughs> yes, because for all those that are watching, Chris and Paige are at a shared universe podcast yes, studio. I'd recognize that room anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Good time. So, and if you want to uh, contact us, we are, uh, what is it? Oh, yeah. What, what exit podcast at gmail.com. You can find yep. us on Twitter at exit what? Um, <laughs> And uh, I'm trying to think. Is there any other place they can find us, Pete? Instagram? I no, I don't think we started one yet. We have to start one. All right. Well, all right. Get, to get do on that. Uh, this week, yes. <laughs> but, you know, like, you know, if you uh, have anything you'd like to say, please reach out. Reach out to us. Reach out to Chris and Paige on the, their pod. Please listen to Ghosted. And for What Exit uh, Jersey Stories, I have been Nick Franco. I'm Pete Riario. And we've been ghosted with Chris and Paige. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Hey. Be safe. Have Take care. Thank you. Take care. See you, Chris Bye-bye. and Paige. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Thanks for having us. We really love this. Bye.